Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499-3-KLIN. All right, folks, Wednesday, November 30th, a nice 29 degrees here in Lincoln, Nebraska. We're going to get right to it in the show. We'll take calls in the second segment. We'll talk uh, maybe about the topics. Our guest, uh, Rick Green, who's doing his Equipping Our Legacy tour, will be here in Lincoln uh, Saturday, December 3rd, and also out in Kearney uh, Sunday, December 4th. He is the founder of the Patriot Academy down in the great state of Texas. He's a former Texas state representative. He's a national speaker, author, and most important founder of the Patriot Academy, an elite leadership training program specializing in applied civics with a biblical, historical, and constitutional foundation. He basically is out there teaching about America. So welcome to the show, Rick. Hey, Commander. Good to be with you, man. Thanks for having me on. You know, to this audience, uh, let's uh, let's first explain uh Patriot Academy, or wherever you'd like to go with it. I know they're very curious as to what you guys are doing down there. Well, I started off a very frustrated, um, not politician, but patriot as a legislator in Texas 20 years ago. Just, uh, you know, discovered the system was more corrupt than I expected, and very few people were there out of conviction and, and wanting to do what was best for the next generation. I, uh, I explain it this way. Politicians are always thinking about the next election. Patriots are thinking about the next generation. And so we started Patriot Academy to raise up a generation of patriots that could lead effectively, that would be good at what they do. They could actually win elections, actually, uh, you know, win in business, win in the media and entertainment and all those different areas. And, and that's what we've been doing for about 20 years now. We've got our graduates serving all over the country in legislatures and Congress and, and uh, you know, media and entertainment. But, uh, but they're all, you know, working hard to be good citizens and preserve freedom for the next generation. And, and now we do constitution coaching. We've got about 15,000 constitution coaches across the country of all ages and they host our our classes in their living rooms or at their church or at the local library and it's just a chance to, to get together with your fellow citizens and say look i'm you're not alone you're not the only one that that cares about what's happening and it knows in your gut that, that that we're losing the country that the culture is crumbling around us but that there's something we can do about it and i'm a pretty simple guy commander i you know garbage in garbage out good stuff in good stuff out and right now we've allowed cultural marxism to be the garbage in for decades in this country and we're finally starting to wake up to that, and now it's time to turn that corner and get back to putting the good stuff in, and, and, and that's what we do is we teach civics and we teach the, the, the incredible American formula that produced the greatest nation in the history of the world. Yeah, the greatest nation that's uh, provided the greatest amount of freedom and uh, self-expression in the history of mankind, and it seems funny right. that uh, people forget that. Hey, I want to thank you for uh, what you do for the veterans, because I know that uh, you guys uh, reach out and, and help veterans and bring a lot of veterans through your academy, and I think that's great, although I think that most veterans probably have a leg up on uh, their civilian counterparts. Uh, still, nothing's better than understanding where we came from and, and how we're going to help the next generation. No doubt, and I'll tell you what's cool about the, the veterans program we have is that it gives them a chance to come in and be a senator for a week. So they serve on the Senate floor of the Texas uh, legislature, and, and the kids are over on the House side. So we got the 16- to 25-year-olds over on the House side, and then we have the military veterans of all ages. And uh, everyone, I mean, every single one that we've had, or we've been doing that particular program for three years, they tell me afterwards, man, now I really understand what I was fighting for. Now I've been inside the belly of the beast, and, and I know how a constitutional republic really works, and I... And uh, a lot of them then decide to, to serve on that front after after years, some of them decades of serving us on the front lines around the world. They they, they come in and say, you know what, I got I got to continue fighting for this liberty. It's just a different fight on on a different front, and it's in the in the political realm. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, one of the questions I wanted to ask uh, 
you know, you, you were serving in the legislature there. Did you just sense a descent of our values as Americans, or was it gradual, or was there any kind of aha moment for you, or was it just observing the politics at work? No, that's a great question, man. There, there was a definite epiphany moment. I, I was dealing with education in Texas, and, and we had these textbooks that I, that I was fighting to stop that literally said communism, socialism, and capitalism are three equal ways to form a society. Just take your pick. In other words, a, a moral <laughs> relativism of value systems, ignoring, of course, the actual re- results. And as, as you said, I mean, we've been the, the nation that has defended freedom around the world. We've exported our values and our, our, our way of life and our system, and others have benefited from that. We've been the only ones in history to have a technological advantage in war and not use it for conquest, but instead use it to free and liberate people. I mean, the story is remarkable, but we don't teach it. We just tear it down. We, we lie to our kids about who we are as a nation, and they end up hating themselves and each other and their nation. It's the craziest thing in, in, in history. I've never, you know, I study a lot of history. I, I know of no other nation that taught its own children to hate their own nation. It's just, it, it's just insane. So that was a big wake-up call for me. And, and you know, my, I'll be honest with you, man. My colleagues laughed at me. I, I turned around after we stopped that text that textbook. I, I passed a bill called Celebrate Freedom Week, and it, and it requires every kid in Texas to study the Declaration and study the Constitution every single year. And and my colleagues laughed at me. They mocked me. They said, "I'm just you're just a flag waver." All this. Now this was in April of 2001. So a few months later, 9/11 happens, and all of a sudden there's a renewed patriotism in America. And my argument at the time was. It's going to take more than just renewed patriotism. I mean, we've got all these people out there waving the flag for the first time in their lives. We need informed patriotism. They've got to know why this flag is worth defending. Not just, not just become patriotic out of fear because we were attacked, but actually be patriotic out of an understanding of who we are. And that was really what launched Patriot Academy all those years ago. Yeah, well, thank God you did it, and uh, kudos to you. You know, it's interesting, as you had your epiphany and, and what you were talking about, and I'm going to ask you about some of the numbers in your impact study I was reading through, but, uh, you know, I made a simple comment on Twitter about Elon Musk, and I said, you know, it's kind of sad that somebody has to remind Americans about freedom of speech. You know, very benign statement by me. And I got hit by somebody who said... Uh, you just hate that we don't accept your tyranny, but you reject our way of thinking. Your value system, I read America, is outdated and no longer relevant, and you just can't stand that. Now, to me, that type of response when somebody is talking proudly about freedom of speech here in America is exactly the type of things that we're fighting. In your study... You have a number, 70% of millennials say they are likely to vote socialist. Yeah, and the bad part is they don't even know what it means. You know, it sounds good. They think that means you're helping the little old lady down the street or you're just making sure that, you know, nobody goes hungry. You know, they've been, they've been so robbed of an education and any actual understanding of, of, of economics or how, how the system actually works. And it's just like the, whoever was slamming you for that. You know, they, they criticize America and they act like, you know, this is a bad value system or an outdated value system. They've probably never been anywhere else in the world where they've had to experience uh, a, a true lack of freedom. Uh, but it's because they haven't, haven't been taught the truth. And, and they get this negative, you know, everything is focused on the sins of America. And, of course, we have bad stuff in our history because, guess what, America's made up of humans. The founding <laughs> fathers, did they do bad things? Yeah, because they were human, you know. But yeah. compared to the rest of the world... And the rest of history, it's incredibly remarkable. And so these kids that, that think they want socialism, once they actually experience that's that's one thing I'm, you know, I'm trying to get across to people. Is, listen, 
The reason they're winning, the reason the left is, is taking over is because they control every major institution in America. So the message is the same, and these kids are hearing that same message. What we have to do is interrupt those supply lines, interrupt the, that, that information campaign, and we have to get to those kids, and we have to teach them truth. And we find when we bring them into our programs that once we can put them in the situation where now they're the decision maker and they're given all the facts and they're given real-world situations, all of a sudden they start to value free speech and freedom of choice and individuals deciding what they want to do with their bodies and with their lives and with their children and all of those things. They start to value freedom of religion and, and the things that we used to hold dear in this country. And, and to your point, they start to value other people being able to say, what they don't believe. In other words, like guys like you and me, all our life we've said, I don't agree with you, but I'd fight and die for your right to say that. Right. People don't say that anymore. You know, we've lost that value. It's like, I don't agree with you, and, and what you're saying is dangerous, so I'm going to shut you down. I'm going to prevent you from speaking. What Patrick Henry said in his Give Me Liberty and Give Me Death speech at the very beginning, he said, according to the magnitude of the subject, ought to be the freedom of the debate. Only in this way can we arrive at the truth. And if I hold back my opinion out of fear of giving offense, then I would offend the great creator of the universe. He's basically saying, if we don't, if we're talking big subjects, then we got to have big debate. We got to have freedom of debate. And man, we we have allowed people to silence the opposition, even when the opposition are experts in their field. I mean, that's a dangerous, dangerous road to go. But I don't care if you're an expert or not. You have a right to speak what you believe. And if I disagree or what you're saying is something I think is foolish, then I need to prove that with rhetoric and with you know responding to you, not just canceling you and preventing you from being able to, to even say what you think. You know, I, I had a uh, a gentleman of another retiree military who has volunteered for our empty, em, uh, empty Senate seat. Now, he may not get it. The governor gets to pick. But I asked him this question. Uh, what did he feel were some of the biggest threats to the future of America? And I'm going to ask you the same question. Well, I think we just hit one of them, the, the lack of civil discourse. Without civil discourse, you end up in civil yeah. war. And, and that's, uh, that's, that's the one. I'm, I'm like you, man. I'm like, who would, who would have ever thought that you know Elon Musk and Joe Rogan would save America? But, I mean, that's, that's kind of where we're headed. These guys are leading the way on restoring free speech and, and freedom of debate. So that one's huge. I, I, I think every symptom we see, you know, whether it was the tyranny of the, of the lockdowns or what, whatever, you know, the, 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 the sheep that follow, I mean, what, whatever issue you want to take, all of those things are symptoms of the underlying problem, which is civic ignorance. If we don't know truth, we fall for the lie. And Ronald Reagan said it's better than I could ever say it years and years and years ago. And he talked about freedom's a fragile thing, and it's not passing the kids in the bloodstream. You got to do this stuff on purpose. On purpose. And he said, if we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. And that civic ignorance has allowed us to forget what freedom's about and forget that we're not snowflakes in America. This nation is made up of a DNA of 17- and 18-year-olds storming the beaches of Normandy and Iwo Jima and all the rest, of, of men and women running into burning buildings on 9-11 to save life. Those 32 immortal from, from Gonzales that fought their way into the Alamo to die for freedom. I mean, that's the American story. And if we would tell those stories, then we would do the opposite of what Reagan warned against, which is if we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. Instead, we'll remember what we did, we'll know who we are, we'll know why we love America, why we wave that flag, and we'll defend those things from these... Uh, crazy leftists that are now literally wanting to, you know, mutilate children and and and, and the, the, the the crazy drag queen stuff that they're doing now, taking kids to this stuff. I mean, it's crazy what's going on, and it's because we're unmoored from any concept of right and wrong and any values. I'm sorry for such a long answer, but all of that. No, it's a great answer. Civic ignorance and not knowing truth is is, is the biggest danger. 
Well, and you gave me a good word. I never thought of it as, as civil ignorance, but I think that's absolutely right. And yeah, you know, Ronald Reagan had a lot of great ones, and it always stuck with me out there in combat zones, which was, you know, we're only one generation away from losing it. And that just right. has always stuck with me. And, you know, I think there's a reason that, uh, you know, those of us that go forward, and anybody, even if it's generally State Department people, uh, we get a decent education about what America was and is, and it gives you a healthy perspective, not only back home, but when you're meeting uh, folks from all over the world, and, and we are that beacon, and we still are, but we have a lot of work to do because, uh, you know, there's uh, there's people that just simply don't believe in America these days. I'm so glad you said that, too, that, that, that we can be again, and I think that's so important because it's easy to get down. You know, it's easy to look at this craziness in our country and go, you know, I must be the only one, or, there's, you know, there's just no, it's too big, I can't change it. And people check out. They're just like, man, forget it. I'm just going to go, you know, hide out at the ranch or whatever. We can't do that. We have to say, listen, this is, like I said at the beginning, garbage in, garbage out, good stuff in, good stuff out. Nothing new under the sun. King Solomon had it right. Uh, laws of nature and nature's God don't change. So the good news is the principles of liberty still work every time they're tried, but they have to be used. These principles have to be instilled in the culture and actually have policy based on those principles. So we can turn it. But you nailed it. This is not going to happen overnight. I mean, this is this is going to be a generational fight. It's going to take time. You have to restore these truths. You have to raise up a generation that gets it. you got to teach people, you know, that aren't just the young people, but every generation. That's why we do the Constitution Coach thing, because, you know, John Jay, he was the uh, uh, first chief justice of the U.S. Supreme Court and one of the authors of the federal papers. He said, all of us should study the Constitution and teach the rising generation to be free so that we'll know our rights, perceive when they're violated, and be the better prepared to defend and assert them. So I believe that rising generation is not just the young people, it's all of us, every part of every generation alive right now. We've got to have a remnant that rises up and says, I'm going to do the homework. I'm going to go study these things. I'm going to be a good citizen, and I'm going to be a force multiplier by teaching other people to be good citizens. And if we'll do that wherever we live, whatever neighborhood you're in, you can't solve Washington, D.C., but you can work on your own community, your own school board, your own county commissioners, and your own city council and, and, and state legislators. And there's so much you can do if you'll get involved. But we have to start making those decisions that, hey, lives, fortune, sacred honor, it's my turn to do that. Even if I don't have to give all of it, I'm going to give a little bit of each of those things. Yeah, or as I like to say, you know, give what you can and, and give it for as long as you can. Um, you know, yeah. we're on with uh, Rick Green, founder of Patriot Academy, inspiring liberty from one citizen to the other. Um, he's coming to Nebraska this weekend. He'll be in Lincoln here uh, Saturday and out in Kearney, um, Suite 111 here at 6 p.m. And out in Kearney, I believe in the middle of the afternoon, 3 p.m. Yep. on Sunday. Um, what's next for Patriot Academy? Man, we, uh, you know, we're really excited about our youth programs. We do those in state capitals across the country every summer. Our, our Constitution Coach program is exploding like crazy. We're going to put 5 million people through these Constitution classes before the next presidential election. We've got a, a great program we put 5,000 people through called Constitutional Defense, where we actually teach handgun training and, and Constitution training at the same time and make people, you know, all these conservatives say, I'm a Second Amendment guy, I got the bumper sticker, but they've never been trained. And so they, they either carry without the training or they don't carry at all out of fear because they haven't been trained. So we've kind of made that a mission. We want to have more sheepdogs. I think if there's one in every Walmart, every restaurant, every you know a grocery store, we can stop these mass murder events so much quicker, and, uh, and the evidence bears that out. But So that's a program that's growing like crazy. And then lastly, man, we're building a campus in Texas. We're building a place where kids can come for one year at a time from 18 to 25 years old, get really grounded in constitutional governance, and leadership skills, life skills, all that good stuff, and it's going to be the Disneyland for Patriots because families can come in for one week at a time, do a handgun defense class, 
We have a mock-up of Independence Hall where they can do their Constitution training. We're going to have the rotunda of the U.S. Capitol rebuilt. They're going to be able to serve as a legislator in a legislative hall. So they really get to understand what it means to be a good citizen. We just got the land. We're going to break ground in a couple of months and really excited about that. We hope that patriots will come from all over the country. We'll train you, and then you go back to your community and rebuild. Well, Rick, that sounds great. I, I appreciate it. You know, I, I was thinking as I looked through your website and hear what you're building, you know, if it all does go to heck, well, you've got a secondary place we could reform the government there on That's your campus. right, man. <laughs> you got it. Uh, uh, hey, have, have a great time up here in Nebraska. I hate that I'm going to miss you, but I appreciate the time the audience does as well. Thank you so much. Absolutely, man. I appreciate what you're doing, man. Thank you for your service, and thank you for continuing to serve in a different way right now. And I just look forward to meeting you in person and locking shields with you at some point. All right, sounds good. Um, Rick Green, founder of the Patriot Academy on KLAN 1499.3. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, we just had uh, Rick Green, founder of the Patriot Academy down in Texas. He'll be here in Nebraska doing his Equipping Our Legacy Tour. Uh, it's an event sponsored by the NEGOP. So, yes, it's conservative, but he'll be speaking um, this Saturday at 6 p.m. at Suite 111, and he'll be in Kearney at 3 p.m. at the uh, Fairgrounds Exhibit Hall. Uh, what an energetic speaker. Hey, let's open the call lines and hear your thoughts, Lincoln, when we come back. KLIN 1499.3. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at Shopify.com slash records. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Drive Time Lincoln with the Commander Jack Riggins on the Voice of Lincoln, fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. All right, folks, we're back here in Drive Time Lincoln. Uh, second segment, uh, we had Rick Green, founder of Patriot Academy, on uh, KLIN News. Uh, read the news release from the Lincoln Police Department that. Uh, LPD arrested former interim Nebraska football head coach Mickey Joseph this afternoon. Uh, subsequently, Trev Alberts just released a statement that uh, Mickey Joseph has been put on administrative leave. So um, that's what we know. Um, never like to break news like that uh, because it affects, you know, lots of parties, obviously. Um, the victim, tremendously. Um, and obviously with a high-profile nature of a coach. And and my only insight is I, I do know that these times in the coaching circles, I work with a lot of coaches in my other capacity. Um, these are very stressful times in transition from one staff to another um, for the families, and uh, it's not the first time uh, we've seen something like this. You just hate to see it here. So we'll continue to follow up. Patriot Academy. Uh, want to have the call lines open uh, if you want to talk. Football, that's fine. Not normally my forte. 
Um, but uh, I guess it's probably safe to say that'll curtail some of the Mickey Joseph thoughts out there. But I'd like to talk uh, about our guest, uh, Rick Green and Patriot Academy. Um, the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline is open, 402-479-1400. Text line as well, already got quite a few. Um, Nancy, I will say this, um, maybe I didn't do a good job, which is totally uh very very big possibility but in fact patriot academy does service uh mostly adults um and they are building out their campus uh for younger people so um they have been putting folks through for 20 years and and so uh it's a heck of a neat idea i think it's uh neat that rick green is coming up here to nebraska to spread what they're doing down there and in the end i think one of the things that you're hearing him with great passion talk about is that many Americans are not developing through our educational system and maybe the family unit or other entities, the ability to have an understanding of our constitution and our civic processes. And then how that has impacted our country's history over the years, and also how it guides us in the future. And so there's many, many ways. It's easy, and I often think it's just kind of losing the narrative or losing the foundation. And when you talk about culture, there is a unique American culture. And as that constantly grows, that beginning foundational time and document is so important and why we teach it to so many people that serve our country. And so you see this um, effort uh, from a lot of conservatives, especially now, but over the years to try to make sure that Americans understand that and understand um, its value to all of us. And so that's what I took away. Um, I think that, you know, the fear that these things can be lost, um, whether it be President Reagan who said it or other patriots, um, you know, freedom is only one generation away anytime from going away. And uh, sometimes we do it to ourselves and sometimes existential threats do it to us. But it's been a long, long, long time since America's had an existential threat from overseas, um, depending on your ideas on the border one can make an argument that you know an invasion from the southern border of just people right is is chipping away at it um a war of ideas in the classroom a war of what's the best form of government you know the war of morality the war of uh what's a woman you know these type of things so certainly um there are lots of pressures on our freedom and constitution right now Let's go to Richard on line one. Welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. Thank you. I haven't spoken to you for a while, but uh, that's okay because uh, uh, what you say and what I say probably haven't changed that much over a period of time. Well, it's good to hear your voice, Richard. What do you have today? I hope you're having a good holiday season, too. I, I am indeed. Uh, what, what I want to basically say is that we talk about threats to democracy. And in my opinion, one of the biggest threats has been the domestic threat, and it's evidenced by the actions of former President Trump. I would very much love to see 
the Republican Party have the courage to move away from Trump, not support another run for the presidency. I think there are some good Republicans out there that could uh, do a, a better job than Trump would do. And uh, certainly uh, we need to get away from this idea that we have to win at any cost. Um, Richard, can you just give me in your mind one or two specific things that Trump is or has done that you feel are a domestic threat? Okay. Uh, uh, you're asking me if I can think of things that he has done that are are incorrect or correct? Well, no, that are a domestic threat to our way of life or the Constitution, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Well, first of all, I think orchestrating a run on the state capitol building and uh, trying to persuade the vice president to ignore the electoral college vote and not certify. Okay, gotcha. And the other thing that that I'm concerned about is that this fella has never experienced consequences. He seems to regard himself as being above the law. And I realize that this business of the classified documents has yet to play out. Uh, we don't know for sure. But if indeed he did take classified documents that he wasn't supposed to take, then that presents uh, definitely a threat to our country. Okay, fair call, Richard. Appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. Uh, well, first of all, it's good to hear from Richard. Um Always a long-time listener and caller, and I'm glad he's doing well during the holiday seasons. Um, and he always has some good takes. Uh, I would agree. Uh, I gave some examples of d- domestic threats or internal threats. Um, he specifically talked about former President Trump. I think the, the Capitol deal was going to be debated pretty much down party lines for the most part. Certainly there's going to be some conservatives that are, are very not happy with that. Um how it's classified, that's a whole week-long show. In the end of the day, certainly wasn't a good look for the former president, uh, then and as it's played out. Um, no consequences, that's more of just, I think, opinion. In the end, I think it's okay to to think and obviously feel that former President Trump is a threat to democracy. I, I don't believe he is. Um, I think what's more important in Richard's call is the internal power struggles of which a giant uh, personality figure, former president, is, and how that plays within how the Republican Party wants to set itself up, not just for 2024, but, you know, for the next 10 and 20 years. And, And I believe that that should always be independent of personality. That should be about values and getting the job done. And I think that we're just going to watch. I I don't think that former President Trump is going anywhere. Um, He has lots of supporters. Certainly, he was a good conservative president, without a doubt. Um, We're feeling that now. Um, but I, I couldn't classify, you know, Donald Trump or his administration as a threat to democracy. Um, so, um, but nonetheless, I mean, certainly some people are. Uh, back to our uh, guest, uh, Rick Green, and this Patriot Academy down in Texas, and coming up here uh, this weekend to talk. 
I mean, you talk about a organization that essentially is, you know, when I look at it, teaching the things that I learned and probably everybody in Nebraska learned from 1900 to about 1990-95 in school, um, to include uh, moms and dads and everybody showing you how to use a shotgun safely um, and going out and hunting some bird with your friends. And um, and so we've moved away from this understanding where we come from. And so Patriot Academy is trying to reestablish that, teach adults and teach young people to understand our civics as they are and were in the founding because they have created the greatest amount of freedom, so much so in its not even 300 years old nation, that we can export it. We are the nation that has deployed to save other nations. We are the nation that has not used our military and technological and educational advantage to submit other nations to our will. And that is a first in human history. And so there is a lot to be proud of about America. And Patriot Academy and Rick Green coming this weekend again Saturday. If you want tickets, you can go to the NEGOB.com. That's where they're selling them. Um, but it's a good message. And it's a message that I wish uh, private entities weren't always having to, to step up and teach these days. Um, I wouldn't say, you know, I'm looking at Mark and I'm thinking, I wouldn't say that America has a crisis of confidence. I would say that America has a crisis of not knowing who America is. <laughs> We're not, we can't even decide whether we should have confidence as a country or not. We literally have so many different thoughts that are playing out, um, and narratives and media, um, that I don't know that everybody even knows what an American is because it's a, it's a defined thing, folks. It's our culture. And, you know, when I read my tweet about the person who said, you know, that stuff's all old and it's no good anymore. I'm not disagreeing with that person, but there's probably 170 other nations on this planet that they can pack up, and I'll buy you the ticket. I will buy you the plane ticket to leave America. Because if you think that the Constitution, the rule of law, the Bill of Rights, and the way we conduct and develop our culture is not for you, that's fine. You pack up and leave. Because there's obviously millions, millions of people that are willing to walk into this country. And we've got to remember that. Now, maybe the safe answer would be you should just move states. Start with states first because the states are a little different. Because I'm telling you, I've been out around this world and... uh we got it pretty good here, but it's it's not good enough for people like me to go, oh, you know, I used to travel around and we got it good here. No, you have to have a deep appreciation of what I mean, what do you think, folks, is the determining factor in areas with great responsibility with weapons in your hand of whether, you know, we commit atrocities or we do the moral thing or we take the moral high ground, right? Well, I'll tell you what it is. It's stars and stripes and it's the U.S. Constitution and it's... It's believing in the diversity that's America, black, white, red, yellow, every different color standing there with the same uniform on and the same flag that says, I'm here for a greater purpose. And so it's not a crisis of confidence. It's as Rick Green said, it's civics ignorance. And 
we really have to battle that. You know, I thought it was interesting every day. Um, again, to me, this shouldn't even be news. But this Elon Musk thing, and I'm going to keep covering it because I find it fascinating. I find it fascinating that, you know, by the time I went and served in the military and came back, we had this thing called Facebook and Twitter. And as they gained steam, it is clear that at a certain age group, um, Facebook is kind of a town square. It's certainly a place where you can find more of your friends if you're, say, mm, 35 and older, maybe 40. And Twitter definitely has more young people, but I would say the news organizations and people of prominence to spread information use Twitter way more and faster than Facebook, almost exclusively. Twitter became that. So that's why you hear someone like myself say it's the new town square. It's just before I used to be able to talk in Fremont, Nebraska. Now I'm on the radio. I talk in Lincoln. Now I can talk to the world via Twitter. And so it, without a doubt, is the new town square. And I think most Americans in this new revelation where he says via tweet, you know, definitely has interfered in elections. He's not saying, because he hasn't provided any evidence, he's not saying that, you know, Twitter was actively changing votes here and there. What he's saying is, and this should be obvious to everyone, is that through their censorship, whether you want to call it misinformation or whether you want to call it censorship or, you know, safety, they took thoughts off of their platform that happened to be way more conservative than left in our politics, way more, let's get more facts about COVID instead of pushing the COVID message. And by doing that and pulling certain people and organizations off, it certainly has an effect then on the population and what people hear and read, especially when news organizations are running to Twitter. And so that shouldn't be a surprise. You know, Facebook, the same thing. Um, and we haven't even talked about, you know, I use the term censorship or misinformation or like the Biden administration that brought the czar in. <laughs> you know, we're still. We're not even talking yet about the potential of foreign interference in these things. So, yeah, my point is that headline is, duh, of course. When you censor one side, you're shifting the narrative. And entities like Twitter and Facebook do have that power these days. Just like I suspect Walter Cronkite had that power way back in the day. Okay? Um, and we go further back. I could tell you that, you know, I've gone back in the time machine on some of these islands I go to. And uh, you know what? The uh, cardinal of the island, because the island's 100% Catholic, right? The cardinal of the island, he elects who's in government. Okay, so my point is, is over time, it things can be swayed. And so, you know, you just have to watch it there and you get the bot attacks. But I, I'm, I'm sad to see that. There are many Americans, powerful Americans, um, going after Elon Musk for essentially saying, hey, I, I'm going to buy the platform I did, and now I'm just going to make it a place where if you don't like what somebody says, it's okay for them to say it. Because that's free speech, folks. And that's a big 
founding part of America. The same stuff Rick Green from Patriot Academy was talking about, and he's going to be here this weekend, Suite 111, 6 p.m., and at the fairgrounds at Kearney on Sunday. All right, let's take a break. KLIN 1499.3. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, finishing up here. Uh, remember to catch uh, Rick Green equipping our Legacy Tour Saturday, December 3rd at Suite 111 and Sunday, December 4th at Buffalo County Fairgrounds. You can get your tickets at NE.GOP. That's where you can get your tickets. He's being sponsored by the NEGOP. Uh, great conservative, great patriot, obviously founder of Patriot Academy. We're happy to have him on. Um, in other news, uh, just to recap, at one uh, fifty-four p.m., officers were dispatched to a residence near South 34th. On a d- domestic disturbance, upon concluding the investigation, Robert Mickey Joseph, age 54, was arrested at a separate location for strangulation and third-degree domestic assault. He is lodged in Lancaster County Jail. All right, folks, that's it for Drive Time Lincoln, KLIN 1499.3.